these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form, as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown, that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government, and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into The Constitutionalist with Donnie the Don. Don't be political property. Be free. Hello, hello, everybody. Good to have you on Friday evening and uh, having some discussions today. Friday is more so typically an open discussion. Um, so things that happen during the week, you like to come up and have a discussion. You can do that. As we have uh, also seen today where the House has decided to pass another unconstitutional law. I would actually really like to hear from our um, anarchist friend in the in the comment section and see what his thoughts are because it's just it's just so frustrating that we have these laws in place and, and then you have people who are in office who do not care about the Constitution by any means and they just do whatever they want to, um, regardless of the consequences. They have um, they have their own security, and I'm also looking to have the police departments. Um, they'll sit on the side of the road and wait for someone else uh, for us to go over the speed limit. Um, they'll wait for us to break laws, but then when you have them breaking laws right in our faces on national TV, on their social media, and the news outlets, and their publications, they do nothing. So, what are your thoughts on that? Um, well, hi. Hey. Um, <laughs> I figured I need to be greet greet you first, but um, yeah, I mean, I, it's it's always. Oh, and how are you me. doing? I, I, I was, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm I just jump right. Great. I just jump right yeah. to the. I get straight to the nitty gritty. <laughs> I'm actually like trying yeah, no to worries. control my emotions because I'm just so fed I, up. I, you I know, feel you, I feel you. It, it's it's that way sometimes where it's just like. Look, we don't have time for pleasantries. It's time to just get right into ripping the Band-Aid off and, and uh, let's let's get into it. Um, I, it's funny because I was watching, I don't know if you've seen, but the HBO Max has this series, The Anarchists, um, and it's about like an Archipulco and that whole, you know, series of conferences and some of the drama that went on with it and then some of the, the really crazy stuff that went on uh associated with it and everything and it in the as with that as a backdrop to this legislation being passed today well i I say pass in the house so we still it still has to go to the senate where it's supposed to stall unless another one of the republicans you know jumps ship and and um 
lets this thing go through because it, it will certainly be signed into law by Biden if it uh, if it makes it through the Senate. But yep. uh, there was a there was a, a a segment of that that show on HBO Max, The Anarchists, where Ron Paul is talking about basically Washington's not going to change until we change. That what we see is a manifestation of the overall, the overarching culture, the the zeitgeist, so to speak, of America at large, that this is not just something that happens in a vacuum where it's just some random people who don't have anything to do with us who are doing all this stuff and the whole rest of the country is in a, is going in a different direction. To a certain extent, yes, it's true, but I, I want to challenge everyone that part of the problem is that we have been watching this stuff and, and I get it like we're, cause I'm, I'm one of these people. I'm, I'm 48 years old. I've got three kids. They, they go to school. There's, there's, I've got my job. My wife has a job. Like we're, we're trying to pay the bills. We're trying to survive out here. And it's really easy to get caught up in that day-to-day stuff. And to just, a lot of this stuff just kind of goes by the wayside and you bite your tongue cause you don't want to rock the boat and everything. But my wife said something really, really compelling to me today that, you know, she said, look, I, I I'm not going to rock the boat, but if they want to start rocking the boat, I'm going to tip it over. And I, I think uh, to, to a certain degree, a lot of us have kind of taken that approach that like we've, we've looked at this through the lens of look when think about it with this gun debate thing, right? Like, so we're going to wait until they come try to take our guns and then we're going to defend ourselves. Well, what are we doing in the meantime? Like we're going to, we're, we're really going to wait until it's to that point And then we're going to stand up for ourselves because a lot of this stuff that you've seen with all the, the social media banning of different opinions and things like that is because we have allowed by holding our tongues, we have allowed some of this other stuff to run roughshod over all of these platforms, whether it's social media or major media or anything like that, the, the, the overarching culture and spirit of this country and and the world at large has been allowed by silence to be taken over by this, this, you know, fairly vocal minority that is, um, the, you know, the woke police, and part of the woke police is they want you to not be able to defend yourself. And at, at a certain point, people have to recognize that, like, you got to you got to speak up. You've got to start being more active and you've got to really actually get this message and, and stop holding your tongue at parties. Stop holding your tongue when you're having when you when you hear some nonsense going on on the subway or wherever it is, because this shit has gone on too long. And th- these, these other folks don't seem to care if they are offending you with what they're talking about. They don't care if everything that they're talking about means you sacrificing yourself at their altar. And somehow we think that by us not saying, Hey, I'm not okay with you sacrificing me on your altar is equivalent to keeping the peace. We're not keeping the peace. We are ensuring the destruction of humanity. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right about that. And, you know, I also hear 
people who who are in mobile about certain things just going on you talk to them and they just say you know what it's not going to happen they're never going to take our guns so it's they can do whatever they want to they're never going to take our guns and i'm just thinking about different cases like waco and and things that nature and it's just like so you're just going to sit there and not say nothing if they decide to have the whole police force come to your house what are you going to do most likely i see people giving up their guns um i, I see people complying you know, I, I think a good example is with people getting the vaccine um, to keep their jobs. Um, also, I see where people, almost everybody in Texas was wearing masks so they can go grocery shopping. I don't see people um, very strong like we, we should be. No, there's there's this heavy thread of, you know, well, I'll live to fight another day. Not if you don't. You know, like, and, and on a certain level, you know, because I had to, I had to think about this over the last several years, actually, um, that I, because I was I was in this mode of, you know, all right, I have X number of years until, you know, the the American dream of, you know, having a house and paying off your mortgage and then going into retirement and sailing off into the sunset. And then you just hand that legacy off to your kids and then let them you know, hopefully they'll do better than I did. And I had to kind of come to grips with my own like complicity and participation in this this disgusting cycle and saying like no I'm not going to be a part of that anymore I'm going to if my kids are going to learn anything from me and that's why like my I got my my oldest son he's 16 he's coming with me to HotepCon in a couple of weeks in Vegas because I want him to see I want him to be on the ground and see like the people who are really trying to make things happen and and to be a part of that because I wanted my kids to see like your dad is not when, when the, when the, and this is a decision I made like back in 2018 before any of this really crazy shit started happening. But my, my, my thinking on this was I can't let my kids see me just going along to get along. If, if I'm going to leave any legacy behind to them, it's going to be that I stood up for what I thought was right. And I was willing to, to, to die for it, to sacrifice everything here for it. Cause a lot of times dying for something is way easier than living for it because living for it means you have to like die a little bit every day to some of the luxuries, some of the comforts, those things like you're talking about, like, well, I'm just going to put my mask on so I can go grocery shopping. No, you say no. And you find another way you go find somewhere else else go get your produce from a produce stand where they don't do that stuff you go you go get you you've got to you got to try to get creative and do everything that you can to get around this stuff and to not comply with it because at every moment that you comply you are reinforcing and strengthening this system that means to oppress and and enslave us all you're absolutely right um, are you able to plug the information in that live chat about the conference? And I want to go. <laughs> I would like to meet people like you in person and everything like that, you know. And I, don't, and I also threw yeah. some links in the nest. Okay, I appreciate that. Uh, I want to hear some more on that too real quick. But um, I have a, a link in the nest for the F- FPC. Um, if you actually read that article, I guess they're, they have some things um, they have, I will just point out, I'm waiting for it to load. Give me a second. Okay. Where they say here, 
Okay, if you open it up, I'll uh, see individuals who would like to join the uh, FPC Grassroots Army and support important pro rights lawsuits and programs can sign up on their web webpage. So I do have that link up here available. So on that conference, is there an exact set date and a link so people can sign up um, if they can if they want to go to this in Vegas? In the chat. Um, it's uh, August 11th through 13th, and they're going to be filming, uh, or not filming, it's going to be live, uh, a, a live broadcast of Hotep's Been Told You from, from the conference there in Vegas. Uh, we did it last year, same thing. Um, and, I mean, it's, I, I'm, I'm just going to tell you, it's not cheap, but it's uh, the, the stuff that I put in there, there's one of them that is uh, hotel included and one that is, um, that is not where you'd have to find your own accommodation. Some people stayed at the different hotels last year. Um, but the, the meals are included and you've got conferences. Uh, Sonny Johnson is going to be speaking, um, Wendy O, Kim Klasick, and also, uh, Project Rook are all going to be speakers there. And, um, and there's going to be a bunch of, a bunch of us who, who are, you know, in, in like mind, to, to be there to, to kind of build solutions for what what we're facing now and, and what we're going to be facing in the future. So, yeah, and I'll, I'll be there, like I said, and my, my oldest son's going to be there too. So we're, we're prepared to, to really enjoy it. And I think we've got a, um, a shooting range outing scheduled as well. There's all kind of cool stuff there, so... Oh, that's so cool. I, I'm, I'm not rich right now, so hopefully I can pay for the one for next year. But if there's any way I can see that, watch the conference and share it best I can is get more people involved in that. I prefer something like this over like CPAC or, or any of the other things that they just basically glorifying the people that are going there and not actually presenting solutions. So I do like that you say that you are going to have solutions presented and have um, great activities. I really do appreciate you for coming up here and I asked you to because and I do apologize I didn't do the greetings or anything like that. Um, but uh, but I, I, I actually talked to uh, Shaka um, and, you know, he did watch our interview that we had and he was just like, you're, you're a homie. Um, so you guys make sure y'all check him out and then go to their I'll add the link to their um, YouTube channel as well. So you guys can check them out because they're they're really good people and they give a lot of good information. Have all kinds of different people that come on it that talk with, and have conversations with them. And you know we may not agree on everything, um, but they they don't do crazy stuff like aha or like try to attack somebody because they don't agree with their ideas. They're very civil, good um, people in this country. I want to point out something. I want to tell you this, too. I've actually, on Monday, I'll be going over the difference between the Constitution and the um, the, the Articles of Confederation. I, I'm starting to lean towards that direction because I don't see any positive things coming from the federal government at all. All I see is I'm causing harm um, in this country, in other countries, what they've done. I've read the Articles of Confederation, but I want to like really read it and then read the the history more so around it. I do know that was our first um, constitution, and there was some sneaky stuff that happened, and they switched they switched it to what we have now. But like, um, I'm I'm actually considering looking into that um, back going back to states. So, but I appreciate you for coming up here. Hey, privacy, how are you doing? Hi, what's up, Donnie? How are you? 
pissed. <laughs> but I'm, I'm trying to be, you know, good at the same time for the show. Yeah. So. Anyways, uh, I heard about this whole thing they banned. I guess it's, uh, are they, I didn't read the entire thing. But is it just buying new ones, or are they, like, saying you can't have them at all as far as this uh, thing they just passed? Um, I'm not going to read the whole thing to you, but I do have the link in the nest. so You guys can uh, go to the firearm thing. They have the link in here as well. Actually, I'll just go ahead and add this link um, right here for you guys in the chat as well. I think there's a couple versions, but... I'm not sure which version they actually passed. It, it is it passed in the house. It's not law yet, but the fact that anyone is um, thinks they have any kind of authority to tell people that they can negotiate their rights that's that's insane. And I guess this was introduced in March 11th of 2021. This this right. bill makes it a crime to knowingly import, sell, manufacture, transfer, or possess a semi-automatic assault weapon saw. Or large oh, uh, large compatibility ammunition feeding um, device. LCAFD. The prohibition does not apply to a firearm that is one manually operated by a bolt, pump lever, or a slide action permanently inoperable, an antique or rifle shotgun specifically identified by make and model. The bill also exempts from the prohibition the following the import, sell, manufacture, transfer, possession or related uh, certain law enforcement efforts or authorized tests and experiments. Um, importation, sale, transfer, possession related to securing nuclear um, materials possessed by a retired law enforcement officer. So um, this this is um attack on the people, but they don't have the same rules when it comes to the police officers. Yeah, that's, that's bogus. So I'm not really an advocate for police. You know, it's just... I don't... They never were around when first like 100 years police came about around around the turn of the century 1900s if I'm, my memory is correct but you know, i'm gonna I say i don't i i believe in a sense they were actually more so created to catch runaway slaves in a sense now actual like department departments like they you know when they cross state lines and things of that nature they wanted to be able to give people their slaves back but i will let me um connor did point out how excited they were you can't see Nancy Pelosi's face, but you can hear their excitement once they decided to infringe on our rights. Check this out. Hold on. On this vote, the yeas are 217. The nays are 213. The bill is passed. Without objection, a motion to reconsider is laid upon the table. That's what really, really pisses me off. Like, you're so happy to infringe on our rights and our liberties and our freedoms. And I'm just like, you know what? I want a list. I want the list of all the yays. I want to know who did it. And I, I want you to defund. They cannot. They don't want them having armed security. I don't want them having nothing. You can't sit there and protect yourselves from the people, but then unarm us and say the police can have guns and your security can have guns. That's. I feel like that's a declare. You're declaring war on the, the people in this country, and you're smiling and all happy about it. Yeah, you. 
pretty much right on the button there. I mean, if if they are going to start with, say, they start taking weapons out of, uh, let's say you live in Pennsylvania, you live in Pittsburgh or Philadelphia, and some guy's got a couple rifles, and then they start raiding people's house. They're going to start in the cities, of course. But once you start hearing that, it's just like, it's game on. I, I don't think they're going to start in the it. cities. I, I think they're going to start in areas where they know people have guns. They're going to go to the rural communities and then go after them first. Don't think they're going to do that because <laughs> they're going to get shot. They at. can think I that. You, you. Can, I, I think you can think that, but also with Donald Trump telling people that um, they should go to have Congress pass some bills so that the um, that they can stop any kind of violent high crimes. I don't think Biden's going to do that. I think he's going to use that order to go after rural people. Look at what they did with January 6th. They're not going to target people in the cities. They already have a lot of um, laws and those things in place. And some of those people don't have guns because of the laws in place. Or they have certain weapons already because of the laws in place. I think they're going to go after the people who are, if you think about it, with the Revolutionary War, when they were going out and, and the Brits were going to people's properties, they were um, ex-military. They're going to go after those people first. That's why they also had that red flag law that even a bunch of Republicans that you supposed to like had signed to do red flag laws for veterans. They're going to go after the ones who could actually take them on first. Yeah, I I really don't think they're going to go there first because they will get shot at. Promise you, it's not going to be. Oh, what did he do? Oh, they're taking people's guns. You're going to have people come out their their houses with with rifles and start shooting at them, or they're going to shoot at them from their windows, and everyone's going to start shooting at them. That's what's going to happen if you come out to the rural areas. They might go to the suburbs. I, I don't know. I'm not going to debate you know, that I, with you, but, I'm, I, but I have I have a vote in the in the live chat with Chad. He said they already said they're going to go after rural communities. Okay. They've already said up. it. I'll be ready for them. I'll shoot them. I don't give a fuck. I wouldn't say these certain things in the podcast, please, so we can keep it up because good old censorship. But I wouldn't right. even say you even have anything because then if they know you have something, don't let them target you. But um, I appreciate you for coming up and sharing your thoughts. This is uh, Friday. Not much of a long show, but we'll get to Flamethrower next. If anyone wants to come up right. and um, drop their gems as well, please do so, or Robert's going to be the last person that speaks this evening. Um, I'm going to also put up some um, – I put something in the link section up there, and I want you all to take a look at it. But I'm, I don't know. I'm kind of like I'm tired of being the ones who's like looking for to follow the rules and what we can do to save our country when they consistently have rigged the system for themselves. They have a system where we can't win, where they ignore our, our rights and our liberties. I'm just so done with it because they're not following the rules. We don't need to either. You have a Declaration of Independence that says that it was when our government's no longer representing us anymore. When all these abuses continue, we have a right to abolish and reform our government. Hey, Robert. Okay, so let me so so let me say this about the world, the countryside. Okay, a lot of the people on the countryside, they're fucking blue lives matter sheep. Okay, there's a lot of because if Donald Trump, there's a lot of Trump worshippers in red states, and there's a lot of blue lives matter people. Okay, if the cops come and ask them for their guns, they're not going to the there's not going to be this great revolution. People are going to, people aren't going to put up a fight. They're going to say, well, you should just comply with the police and then you won't get shot. So, so no, there is not going to be some great revolution 
There's not. This is not going to be. This is not going to be like the Irish or Scottish fighting against the England. This is not going to be like. This is not even going to be like our founders fighting against England. You know, this is. This is. There's going to be a lot of people that are going to willingly surrender their weapons and. You know, uh, and those, and when, and I guarantee you this, uh, and uh, I guarantee you this, there's going to be, where when they start taking guns, that's when we're going to find out who the sheep are and who the men are. Or rather, I should say, who the men and the mice are. You know. Let me back you up on that. When I first started getting involved in my community, I was looking for different Republican groups, conservative groups to join. And, you know, them, I was so surprised to hear them say, oh, well, you, why are you mad about the bump stock thing with Trump? Um, you, you don't need that. Yeah. That's, that's nothing. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? I thought that would be the last people to say something like that. They say these things. They will comply. Yeah, because exactly. Because, see, I, I don't want to hear all that noise. Come and take it. Come and take it. Well, well, I mean, until people are willing to disavow Blue Lives Matter, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear a thing about it. And also, think about this: every time the government has taken guns away from their own citizens, have they not either declared war on them, on their own citizens, or done something? that is so heinous that the people would shoot them for if they actually were men and women. I mean, cause think, think about this. What, what people are famous for gun control? Uh, Pol Pot, Stalin, Kim Jong-un, Hitler. I mean, you, you go, you go back throughout history. Every single tyrant took guns away from people. England answers that at one point they answered to the Catholic Church. What was, what did the church not want people having? The means to defend themselves. You know, cause you, cause remember all those wars between Britain and France as well? They, they were fighting over Catholic versus, versus Protestant. Okay, so if you go through every single atrocity in history, the first thing they did was take weapons away from the civilians. And then they mass slaughtered the people that they wanted to slaughter. So I'm going based on historical precedent and the sheepish attitude of today of many of today's Americans. I don't think many Americans are ready for a revolution. So. Uh, so I'm just tired of all that noise. If you if you put on a Molon Labe shirt, I don't want to hear I don't want to hear Blue Lives Matter out of you. Because who do you think's gonna be taking the guns? The same blue that you back. So think can about I, that for a second. Can I give you some receipts on what you're saying about historical things? Because y'all know I love playing my girl Kitty. Um she she is actually in um Austria when Germany took over and she explains everything that's going on now they did over yeah. there with Hitler. Let me let me play her yeah. real quick. Don't go nowhere. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Control. We also had gun control. 
the government said that children were playing with guns and we had hunting accidents, people accidentally shooting each other, and we had criminals again, murderers. The only way that they could track the murderer was by the um, serial number of the gun. So bring your, your gun to the police station and we can register the serial number and we can track the criminal. And we thought that was a good idea. Mm -hmm. So gladly we did that. Not long afterwards, they said no, it did not help. We could not track all the criminals. The best way to have no more crimes and no more people getting hurt, bring your guns to the police station and they already know who had guns because we registered our Real quick, people don't think the police stations are going to be doing this. They're already doing buyback programs. They're doing it in Texas, Fort Worth, Houston, all the big city areas. They're using police stations to buy back guns. But I'll let her finish. Guns. Yeah. Keep your guns and buy more guns. And <laughs> and stack up on, on your ammo. A gun is no good if you don't have any ammo. Dictatorship did not happen overnight. It took five years from 1938 until 1943, we had a full-blown dictatorship. Had we kept our guns, we would have fought a bloody battle to the last men and women to keep our freedom. But we had no guns. A classic example is, in Switzerland, it is law that everybody has to have a gun. And Hitler took every country in Europe except Switzerland. And Switzerland did not have a war for more than 600 years. Hitler never tackled Switzerland. So keep your guns. That adds on to what Chad was saying as well too, um, Robert, where he was saying, well, we're gonna wait until they take your guns. He or she just said, if they wouldn't have not turned their guns in, they would have fought a bloody battle. But right. people in America aren't hearing this message. I believe she actually spoke. Um, I can't remember where she spoke at. I think this was D.C. And by the way, I think she was in her 80s, too. And she just, obviously, English is not her first language. But we can understand her better than we can understand Biden. That's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. So, here's the thing. Also, we need to learn how to make these things. Because, because I promise you that that the supply is not going to be around forever. You know, I mean, it's yes, there are, there are fortunate people that are fortunate enough to have been able to stock up over these years, but we need to learn how to manufacture as well because because they're going to make it harder and harder and harder to find things. And and the own so we got the American people, I do not think have I and you know, I'm seriously tired of all these all these country folk talking talking about come and take it. Okay. Well, 
we'll see what, tell you what, we'll see what happens when, when it comes time to, when it actually comes time to bring out your guns. Are you going to, if they're going to use them or not, or if they're just going to hand them over? Cause you're right. There are people in Texas and Florida that are actually selling their guns to the government and they mistake it. And, and it's not an accident. The government calls it a buyback program because buyback implies that the government gave you permission to have it in the first place. Okay. That's the difference here. We have, we don't need a permit to own a gun. We don't need a permit to make them either if we're following the Constitution. Now, if we're following the corrupt laws we have now, then yeah, you need a permit to own, you need a permit to build a house. You need a permit to use your own water, to use your own electricity. You need a permit for just about everything. But if we go back to a constitutional society, then no, you don't need permits for basic things like hunting and fishing. And, and I have, and I feel like that a lot of these laws that they passed were inspired by the 1958 plan to bring communism into America. Our elites, I have to say, McCarthy was right. McCarthy knew that there was communist influence in this country and he was right to root it out. They mocked him as and this was in the 1980s during Reagan. They the he was mocked as as being crazy. They called it the Red Scare, but in reality, the communists were not on the ground. The communists were right in D.C. making laws the whole time. What about the 1970s rolling about prayer in school? You tell me how that's constitutional. That was one of the first things they did. They they banned prayer and Bible reading in public school. I mean, th- think about the things that they've done. In the 1970s, Roe versus Wade. Think about everything that the government has been doing on every level for the since 1958. The communists have already infiltrated our government. Look at, look at, look at that smug Pelosi and all these other people celebrating. Yeah, we're going to take their guns. Well, guess what? I'm not a, right. I'm not a, I'll tell you this. I am not a violent person. I do not wish for a rev, but I do not wish for a revolution. I don't want to ever have to use a gun against a person, but I, but you know, so I would rather they fire the first shot, not us. We need to stand our ground. Remember what the Patriots did. They, they said, we're not going to fire on the British first. We're going to let them fire the first shot because, which by the way, tomorrow we have that showing of the first episode where you're going to see, that's one of the things I want you to pay attention to how, it wasn't the Patriots that fired at the British first. It was the British that fired at the Patriots first. Just is, that like, the thir- is that in the first episode or the second one? I think so. Okay. Oh, no, that's in the second. But you'll – okay, maybe that's in the second. But either way, 
it's commonly known throughout history that 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 you remember the shot heard around the world that's when the british fired the first shot it's it's well known it's well spoken throughout history books the british fired first so so in knowing that if we're going to claim that we're defending our country we have to let them fire the first shot don't pull out your guns until they start gunning down innocent people that's when that is when it's time to fight back when they start killing innocent people until then we need to stay cool or stay frosty as they say in the military you know i i got some shit yesterday for posting this cuz i did like a a 10 day bill rights um challenge cuz i actually made a quiz you know it's like a, a fun interactive quiz and most people failed it and it was really bad and i'm like and people always will come in and argue about their their rights and freedoms but yet those that are in say when the left is talking about their rights and freedoms they have a lot to say about it but when the right does and you have a, a, a Ronda Santez or Trump Ron or Dan- Santez or Trump talking about something that's unconstitutional they make excuses for them and I got shit for saying at the very end it's like if if you're not because you have a you have a duty you have their rights, but you have a duty to defend those rights. So if you're going to claim that you have these rights and freedoms, and you need to act like you have these rights and freedoms. So I said, if you're going to um, sit there and make excuses for somebody who you, you like and then attack the left, then I don't want to hear it anymore. Like, don't even talk, don't even bring up your rights and freedoms if you're not going to defend them. You can't sit there and, and be mad and only point the finger at um, the left when they talk about taking away your rights and freedoms, when they're talking about red flag laws, but you're okay when Donald Trump does it, you're okay when Ron DeSantis does it, that's very hypocritical. What are you actually standing for? So you will put a, a man over your rights and freedoms, a political party, public figures over your right and free, rights and freedoms? Oh, here it is. I'll play what I said and I got shit for it. You're like, I, I, I just think it's um, ironic that you will tell people to read their Bill of Rights, but then um, tell them not to talk about it. No, I said don't freaking talk about them anymore if you're not going to stand and defend them. You do have a duty to do that. You can't sit there and say, I have all these rights and then do nothing to defend them and say nothing when, when people you like say it. So I'm going to play it really quick and then we'll get back to the discussion. As Americans, we have the duty to protect our rights and liberties, or you don't deserve them. It's becoming clear that the conservatives and Republicans who always scream my constitutional rights, my liberties all the time, don't actually understand what those rights are either. Because when their fave pops up and makes a solution that's unconstitutional, they don't hold them accountable. You can't sit there and point at the other side and say, you're unconstitutional, you're infringing on my rights, and you don't even know what your rights are. I have a solution for that. Go and read the Bill of Rights. Ten-day challenge. There's ten of them. Read it to comprehend it. Read it with intention as if your life depends on it because it does. And once you do that, You're going to stop defending politicians, celebrities, public figures, political parties over your 
rights and your liberties. It's simple. 10 day challenge. 10 amendments. Y'all can do this. That's the solution I propose to you instead of coming into his comment section saying, but there is no but. You have a duty to protect those rights and liberties or do not speak on them anymore. And that's all. I said what I said and I meant that. If you don't want to, if you can't sit there and say, oh, well, I don't like that right. No, 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 no. You can't just pick and choose. You can't pick and choose when you want to address when someone's infringing on your rights. When Donald Trump was talking about um, that the drug dealers need um, the death penalty, and I'm looking at in 2020, right before the elections, how he pardoned people who had drug offenses. You're a hypocrite. You can't do that. And how come you're not holding the pharmaceutical companies accountable for their the things they've done? How come you're not holding the government accountable? Hell, you was the biggest freaking drug dealer with this, this pharmaceutical, with this vaccine. So are, are you on that list too? Hey, Donnie, could you play, could you play again that clip where Mike Pence and Donald Trump were pushing for red flag? Or did you already? I can do that. Hold on. Yeah. Keep, keep, I'm just, just, in, just in case, just in case we got any Trump tards here. I'm going to start, I'm going to keep using the word loyalist because sometimes it's going to take some time. For some people yeah. to join the boat because I was one of them at one point, and so yeah. I have to remember that. Um, hey, um, I'm hey, I'm former MAGA too, but you know what? I'm not going to compromise rights for anybody. Exactly. Huh. All right, I got it for y'all. See, I'll be having these things on deck. Hold on, real, real quick. Two deadly mass shootings in El Paso and Dayton this weekend. Mr. Trump zeroed in on a number of areas he wants the government to tackle, such as mental health and violent video games. The president also mentioned one step he'd like to take on the topic of gun control. We must make sure that those judged to pose a grave risk to public safety do not have access to firearms, and that if they do, those firearms can be taken through rapid due process. That is why I have called for red flag laws, also known as extreme risk protection orders. Two deadly mass shootings. Well, that's not the exact video you said. I'll pull up the exact one you said, but that's one of him talking about red flag laws. Hold on. That's that's what I was talking about. Oh, and let me see no, this on fire. Because he could no, because in that other video you're talking about, he actually said uh skip due process and go for the guns first. Oh. So that that is a different video. I remember exactly what he said. Um Yeah. Hold well, on. What's that? Hold on one second. I'm gonna type in red flag laws. And it's crazy. They went after Dr. Oz for his stance on red flag laws. And it makes sense why Donald Trump would endorse him. He's an America first. He's not a constitutionalist. He's a Democrat that tricked everybody in believing he's a, a conservative. Um, that's my opinion. And I'm sticking to it. Let's see here. I don't have that one on deck. Because I don't that's know exactly right. where it's at. But he did say um, skip due process and uh, take the guns first and then do due process afterwards because it's just too slow. Yeah, and let me say this, too, about violent video games real quick. That is the most boomer argument I've ever heard. The Republicans keep tr- the Republicans and Democrats keep trying that old talking point 
that's been debunked over and over and over again. Well, these kids have access to games where they can kill people. And that makes them violent. Well, there have been studies since the 1990s that have completely debunked that theory and even suggested, I don't have offhand the reference, but it's pretty easy to find, that that they've actually found that the more violent the video games, the lower the crime rate goes. It's an outlet for people's anger. Because think about this. Would you rather have someone killing another person who will never come back to life? Or would you rather have someone playing Grand Theft Auto San Andreas and killing 50 50 sets of pixels? Our version only costs $39. I literally just muted that. I don't know why it made a noise. I found the video you asked me for. So, think, so, <laughs> so, think, so think about this. Would you rather, would you rather have like a hundred to 150 pixelated characters killed or would you rather have someone in real life killed? I mean, to me, I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather play GTA San Andreas because I know those people aren't, aren't, aren't actually dead. They're just pixels on a screen. I'd feel a lot more comfortable. One's uh, allowing people to kill pixels because at least I know that they're not hurting a, an actual person. I got you. But hold on. I got your video now. Hold on. But, but the ability to go to court, obtain an order, and then collect not only the firearms, but any any weapons. In the position or might take the firearms first and then go to court because that's another system because a lot of times by the time you go to court it takes so long to go to court to get the due process procedures uh, I like taking the guns early like in this crazy man's case that just took place in Florida he had a lot of fires they saw everything to go to court would have taken a long time so you could do exactly what you're saying but take the guns first go through due process second we just think there you go. I, you know, when I hear that, let me tell you what I think of. I, I think in that movie, Judge Dredd. How do you plead? It? You were accused of you were accused of car theft. How do you plead? Not guilty. I knew you'd say that. <laughs> you know, I it, I don't. I imagine a lot of you probably watched Judge Dredd. If you didn't, it's. Uh, it's it's an it's a good movie to watch, uh, but but Judge Dredd actually is actually about a store is actually about uh is actually about these people uh where cops are made judge, jury, and executioner, and the only people they answer to are their fellow judges. So so do we really want to make cops judge, jury, and executioner? Because and I think that's- the scariest thing too, Robert, is that see how terrible Biden is and how much they have been hurting financially with him and they've been watching all this stuff. That people who didn't even like Trump before, if those are the two options that are presented, you know, nationwide and they don't get to see the independence or the third party options, how they normally do things, that they're gonna go with Trump again. That terrifies me. Hearing the things he's said, they're unconstitutional. Yeah. He wants he wants the military, he wants the National Guard to go into the high crime and violent neighborhoods instead of the police doing their fucking jobs. That terrifies right. me. This is a this is a police state kind of guy 
This is the one who doesn't give a damn about the Constitution at all and your Bill of Rights or your any of your amendment rights that you have. That 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 would that people just will think about their wallet again and again. You know, I feel like I kind of feel like it's a setup. Like it was set like it was set up like this on purpose. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we've been inching towards a police state for a long time, but now that the now that the veil has been lifted, they're just saying, "Fuck it, we're just going to do it." So, was so what it's going to and. <sighs> I honestly, and if you, even if you look at, I keep pointing to sci-fi as well. Look at the, look at the most popular science fiction movies and science fiction games. They tell, they have been hinting about this since the 1980s. They've been, they've been basically putting right in front of us what these people want. Uh, I mean, Judge Dredd, I forget when that comic was written. But even comics, they've been hinting to what these people want. The, these industry insiders, they know something and they've been using technology and entertainment to, to show us what these globalists have in mind for us. I swear, I still have not finished Brave, uh, Brave New World because of just how sickening it was. Uh, and Soylent Green. That was that was actually set in 2022, and isn't it ironic that we have a food shortage going on right now? The very year that Soylent Green, the story was based on, and 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 then let's not forget the iconic scene in the end where Charles Heston says, "Soylent Green is people, it's people," <laughs> you know, so. And and then we got that Swedish scientist that wants to push us towards cannibalism. We've got the UN wanting us to uh, wanting us to eat bugs. I mean, these the globalists. They now that the veil has been lifted and we know what the hell they're up to. They're just going full steam, and we and and I don't know what it's going to take to get people to realize. That we need to play self, that we need to, we need to play the defense position here. So this is, uh, because there will, because if they keep pushing like this, there is going to come a time where you're going to have to choose man or mouse. But until then, you know, let's do what we can, uh, to, to make, to make it known. To educate ourselves and make it known that we're not okay with any of this. I don't think any of us wants to fight. I don't, none of us do. We like the right. peace. Right. And I'm gonna end this on a, on, a, on another note because I want y'all to come back on Monday because we're gonna be comparing the current Constitution with the Articles of Confederation. Cause I'm, I'm just leaning more and more like less government, less government, less government. I'm just leaning in that direction. And because I don't see where the government has done anything to protect people. And historically, like we had um, hard hat um, beasts on, on on Twitter space at one point. And, you know, it's like it's like we don't should, we should have to vote for our rights and our freedoms. And no one should have the right to vote away your rights and your freedoms. And so 
I want to read this thing real quick that came from the Articles Confederation, since we're on the subject of militia, guns, Second Amendment, um, of what that entailed. I think that if we were to reform our government and we were to look at the Articles Confederation, there's some things that we could tweak about that. But I, I, I want the states to be in control. That's the, I just want the states back in, in control, like the federal government hasn't done anything uh, to help people. Like, I haven't seen it. But um, I'm going to read this. I actually did text this to you, so I'm actually looking at our text messages at the screenshot I sent you. Um, it's wordy, and there's a lot of run-on sentences. But what I will do is um, I'll just read. I'll read all of it, but I'll read a little slow. No vessels of war shall be kept in time of peace by any state except such number only as shall be deemed necessary by the United States and Congress assembled for the defense of each state or its trade, nor shall any body um, of forces be kept up by any state in time of peace except such number only as and judgment of the United States and Congress assembled shall be deemed to require a garrison uh, garrison of forts necessary for the defense of each state. But every state shall always keep up a, re- a well-regulated and disciplined militia, sufficiently armed and accounted, and shall provide and consistently have ready for use in public stores, a due number of field pieces, intents, and a proper quantity of arms, ammunition, and camp equipment. So that doesn't sound like what these people are pushing right now. Um, at all, what these people had in, in mind when we first, you know, put the country together, because that is a part of our first constitution. So for them to say, "Oh, well, you should have this much ammunition, or you should have this kind of, gu- you should have this kind of weapon," I think if you want a tank, you should have a tank. If you want to have a cannon, you should have a cannon. Um, our founding fathers didn't win um, because they they had limited ammunition and only a few rounds. This is on purpose. I like how you also brought up the whole food situation. This is a declaration of war. They're killing your food. Your food's getting expensive. You have to attack certain um, necessities and needs from people first so you can enslave them. They are trying to enslave everyone in this country. We don't. Slavery is illegal in this country. That's why they create unconstitutional laws so they can call you a criminal with the 13th Amendment. You're not a slave unless you break the law. So they create unconstitutional laws to create slaves. There's different kinds of slaves. I believe the people in Congress are slaves as well, but they're slaves to it. They have a different master than other people have. So with, with that being said, I, it's just looking more and more like as much as I think we need a, a definitely a, a peaceful revolution. It doesn't look like they want one because they're trying to unarm you, but let, yet in this legislation, it exempts police. It exempts them. What? what? I'm like, Operation Paperclip, I'm thinking, oh, wait, are these the, the, the grandkids or something from those Nazis or something? Like, what is this? I don't have much else to say on this discussion because Friday is normally short and it's normally open form. But, Robert, if you want to add anything else, we have less than five minutes and we're going to shut it down. Okay. I'll add one more thing. Get yourself in shape. And learn some melee fighting skills as well. Because you can't all, because if worse comes to worst, you can't always count on there being a gun present. You need to know how to defend yourself 
with your fists and with melee. So, like I said, I'm not advocating offensive. I'm advocating defensive. But don't neglect melee skills. They're just as important. So, and and take care of your health. Yeah, definitely. And if, when y'all show up tomorrow um, to watch the Patriot, um, the Son of Liberties with us, the first episode too, those people had to know how to fight too. They did more than just know how to aim and shoot fire and tactical things. They actually know how to fight too. There's sometimes you may drop your gun and a person may have dropped their gun and you're fighting. Like you're, So that's a good point you brought up, Robert. But again, you guys, it's Friday. I appreciate y'all so much for being here and spending your time with us. Um, make sure you guys go and check out um, that conference that, um, that um, Chad was talking about in the comment section here. Let me repost it. I'm looking for it. There it is. I'll repost it in the chat so that you guys can also um, see it again because it was from earlier. So you can take a look at it while we're playing the anthem. So let me go ahead and go back. I reposted this. Check it out. I feel like this is like a real more so true kind of conference. We're not, you know, being like, oh, I'm praising you because you're popular and famous. Because, you know, they they have real solutions. So I reposted that. And I'm going to go ahead and close out our anthem. And I'm no promises, but I'm considering doing a space tonight. We'll see. All right, uh, Robert, thank you so much for always dropping your flames. You have a good uh, rest of your evening. Bye. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form, as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown, that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government, and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into The Constitutionalist with Donnie the Don. Don't be political property. Be free.